Welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer. So I had a woman ask me a question this week as I sat down at a restaurant. She turned to me and she asked, what does true wealth mean for you? And I thought about it and I came up with an answer that surprised me. I think many of us spend our lives chasing wealth. And in the societal construct, wealth is often the accumulation of material objects. It's the accumulation of possessions and the status that they bring. It's the zeros in our bank account. And oftentimes, that is traded for our most precious resource on the planet, our time. And with it often comes stress and dis-ease. And when I think about what I truly value, I often think about what my eulogy would be. What on my deathbed will I want to be remembered for and how will I have wanted to spend my life? You know, the number one regret of the dying is that they didn't truly pursue the life of their dreams. They didn't truly dig into that life that they wanted to to live deeply. And for me, I do not want to get to my deathbed and have realized that I didn't put it all on the table, that I didn't go for my dreams. And so what I realize is that true wealth for me is the ability to do what I want, when I want, and with whom I want at will. And what I mean by that is true wealth for me is freedom. You know, I think we, this, we look at money as a symbol of freedom, but oftentimes, ironically, become slave to the perception of what money can bring. And in doing so, we lose our compass. And so what I want to invite you guys to do in listening is to truly think about your true compass, Where is your true north? And as it relates to your vision of wealth, are you on track as it relates to being wealthy? Now, that may very well correlate as well to the accumulation of money or material objects. That's not to vilify that as a pursuit. It's simply to say, what brings you your deep joy? What on your deathbed will you have thought back to and be proud of as a result of your doing this? How do you want to spend your precious time on this planet? And in thinking about that, I think we get down to the essence of what wealth means to each of us. And I think there's a distinction I did a Temescal ceremony last night. For those of you who don't know, Temescal is a extraordinarily, well, it can be an extraordinarily hot, uh, ostensibly sauna. It's a traditional sweat lodge hosted here in Mexico. And in that sweat lodge was invoked the question, are you pursuing relentlessly that which you do not have Or are you in profound gratitude for that which you do have? And I think this notion of wealth to me is very much a 
mindset orientation. And for me, what is evoked is the fact that I am already profoundly wealthy. I am already in a place that is such a gift. I am in gratitude to the place that I am in. And I, what I mean by that is, you know, a, a multimillionaire, you know, it, which would have been a very rare occurrence 100 years ago, didn't have the luxuries that we take for granted today. If you have clean water, if you have a roof over your head, if you have the ability to travel to some of the beauty that we have in this world, if you have the ability to reach out, as many of us do, to a loved one uh, through, through the telephone. By the way, the telephone today it has, it is a supercomputer that possesses more access to information than the president had, you know, 50 years ago. So I think the fact that we are in, in, in living in this day and age means that we have won the lottery. Does that come with challenges? Yes. However, we are incredibly wealthy to be living at this time on the planet and to have the resources and the opportunities that we have today. And so I think about the fact that, yes, do I have aspirations? Absolutely. Am I ambitious? Yes. Do I want to achieve? 100%. However, do I want to achieve at the cost of, of my true wealth, which is my well-being, which is my health, which is the relationships that I get to celebrate experiences with along this journey we call life. Those to me are the true wealth. Those to me are what I truly value because in doing the eulogy exercise, I realize that on my deathbed, I don't care if I ever have a Lamborghini in my driveway, but I care deeply about the experiences I share with those I love. To me, those are the true currency. And does money play a role in being able to have certain experiences? Absolutely. But, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, who, the other day, who has exceptional material wealth. And he was asking me my opinion on buying a house, deciding between two houses. One was a $20 million house and the other was a $25 million house. And I caught myself, as, as I am not currently a homeowner, wondering what it would be like to be in his shoes. Uh, and, and for a moment, getting jealous about the fact that he had that degree of material wealth. And then I realized that, you know, is he 25 million times happier than I am in this moment, even without a house? Absolutely not. In fact, does he have challenges that come that are unique challenges as a result of the responsibilities that, that come with that position? Absolutely. Now, that's not to say that that's not something many should aspire to anyway, but I thought about it, and interestingly enough, a week later, as I was in Mexico, he wrote me indicating how jealous he was of my travels uh, here and the, the freedom and the joy it, it seemed that I, was, uh, that I was being in, the exuberance that I was expressing. And... You know, while I'm here, I'm living, you know, very modestly. I just stayed in a hotel room for $65 a night. But I'm having a multi-million dollar experience. I'm traveling through pristine white sand beaches, venturing on the beach. Yesterday, I took a walk with my friend Jason Silva. 
and was reminded about the value of great friendships and great experiences. And the choices I make are to sacrifice some of the things that most people choose to pursue with rigor. And there are times in my life where I buckle down and get behind a desk and build things, like, like the time we built Global Citizen. And I think that that is a, a, a season in life that I am extraordinarily proud of. But I'm currently in a season where I'm more savoring and relishing the beingness of the moments and the wealth that comes with truly being in a place of freedom where I can wake up and choose what I do during the course of my day. Now, some of us aren't in that season. Some of us you know, have children or parents that we are responsible for. You know, for the last, you know, seven years of his life, my father had dementia and I was always acutely aware of the ability to be there for him. There were cho choices and sacrifices I made not to go certain places because I didn't want to be uh, too far away, too far uh, afield, if you will, in case I needed to be there when I got the call. And I'm forever grateful that I was accessible when I did ultimately get the call to be there by his side when he made his transition. And so many of us do have responsibilities that, 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 that constrain, if you will, our sense of freedom. However, I do think there's also a freedom in our commitments, in our commitments to our children, if you're in that season of life, to our, to our parents, to, to those around us. I think it's ultimately about our mindset, but in choosing what our constraints are, in choosing our commitments, we can find tremendous room to breathe, tremendous degree of freedom, and within that, tremendous wealth. And so what I wanted to really sit with and reflect with you guys on is what is your notion of true wealth? What is your notion of what it means to be wealthy. I, you know, I look on social media and I see all these memes about you know, the wealthiest people on the planet. And you know, Elon Musk just for a time took over as the wealthiest uh, you know, person on the planet with over $100 billion. Now, I don't personally aspire to be a billionaire. I don't think the trade-off uh, is one that I would want to make for the lifestyle that I see as being truly wealthy. That's not to say I don't have respect for what Elon Musk has built, but I liked his tweet because when he was acknowledged as the, the wealthiest man on the planet, you know, he basically just wrote a, a tweet that said, back to work. And I read an article recently when I asked to identify his role when he was landing in airports, you know, as we get those forms that tell us you know, we're supposed to define our, our position, our, our role. And he didn't write CEO of Tesla or CEO of, uh, you know, SpaceX. He wrote engineer because the way that he identified himself was as a builder, as a problem solver. And that's where he found his true wealth. I don't know Elon Musk well. I've been fortunate enough to meet him. But I would say that my guess is he doesn't see his identity in his wealth. And I, I would guess that based on the fact that when he was wealthy by any other standard, he gave away all of his wealth from PayPal to double down on solving the great challenges which evolved into the companies that are Tesla and SpaceX and, and SolarCity. And 
you know, I think that he sees his identity and, and, the, and his true wealth in the notion of solving great challenges. And that is something that I respect about his choice in wealth. But it isn't about the pursuit of the zeros in being a hundred billionaire. Elon Musk, I guarantee you, is not a hundred billion times happier than most of us. So the, the choice then is in our limited time on this planet, with our limited resource, which is time, and with the great wealth that we have if we are blessed with health, because any billionaire on the planet would give away every single thing they own for health if, if they lost or were faced with a sudden life-threatening illness. And any billionaire on the planet, I, I believe, that's 99 years old would give away every single dollar to again be 25 or 35. You know, our health and our time on this planet is our great wealth, and we oftentimes take it for granted. So my question to you is, with the time that we have, this great finite resource that all of us are given, and with the health which, God willing, you have the ability to to, to make good decisions from the healthy vehicle and healthy vessel that you are living and listening from today. What do you want to create? What do you want to build? What is your notion of wealth? I would love, love, love to know your answer. Please hit me up at Michael Trainer on Instagram. I just uh, wrote about this on my page and you know I'm, I'm fascinated by this dialogue. And I'm also super inspired by this community. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I love your thoughts. I love your feedback. Uh, I love your reviews. It means the world to me. And I've got some incredible guests coming up. Just talked to Jason. He wants to come back on the show. Um, I've got some other incredible guests that I'm now locking in interviews for. So I'm pumped for this year I find tremendous value and tremendous wealth in this community. It's a definitive part of my compass, a definitive part of my purpose. So I'm committed to add more and more value to you through my content, through this show, and through the incredible journey that we're on together. So thank you guys so much for listening, sending love, sending lights, and wishing you guys an incredibly inspired journey as we move forth into this new era, this new year. Um, please do let me know what your notion of wealth is. I think the, the inquiry is, is highly valuable and it's worth asking yourself the question because otherwise we live by the default of what society deems as wealthy. And you are wealthy and worthy of wealth just for being who you are, just for being born. You won the lottery, both the biological lottery and being conceived and the time lottery in being born in this day and age. So you are wealthy and you are appreciated by me and by many. Sending you guys lots of love and until next time, to your inspired life.